Hey, everybody, this is Chris Cannon from Missouri Group. We're going to initiate a new podcast. We're looking to have some deep thoughts with our clients and prospective clients around the country. We want to make sure that we're learning from our own team members. And we wanted to introduce you to the Zuri team because at the end of the day, Zuri is a services company who has more expertise in technical services specific to advancement than Ken Swift. Ken serves as Zuri's president of our technical services, CRM services, and is somebody who just comes to the table every day trying to figure out how to solve problems about you know, how to raise more money, how to build better relationships using technology, data, reporting, integrations, you name it. So Ken, welcome to our inaugural podcast. Delighted to have you here. And why don't you uh, share with me a little bit about your background and you know how is it that you wound up at Zurich Group? Sure, absolutely, Chris. Uh, first, uh, it's a pleasure to, to, to be talking to you and uh, certainly to be involved in this kind of inaugural event. So um, let's see. I guess my I'll go way way back uh, to kind of my, uh, my my high school days and, and tinkering with technologies and things like that. Just to kind of um, shortly before the kind of the advent of the internet, and um, I embraced technology from from kind of day one. A, a avid kind of prodigy uh, prodigy AOL user back in the the, the, the early days in CompuServe. And, you're actually and, a prodigy, but you're talking about <laughs> an application called Prodigy, right? Just exactly, okay. exactly. Um, and CompuServe and all those uh, kind of online bulletin board systems. Systems and um, and so it was, it was it was certainly kind of in my kind of DNA. Um, it was something I was always taking apart t- taking apart computers and putting them back together. And then when I went off to um, to college, I ended up going to a, a small liberal arts school and um, called Western State College uh, of Colorado. It's now Western State University of, of Colorado. Um, I went up there to, as I say, uh, to ski and go to school in my spare time. Um, but I took with me my kind of passion for, for, for IT. So I walked in there and the, so the first thing I did is said, you know what, I need to get a job. And so I walked into the IT department at the university and they said, Hey, we just uh, ran ethernet cable to all the, uh, to all the dorms. Um, here's a, a punch device. We want you to go connect um, all the, all the students onto the, onto the network. And they said, Oh, and by the way, tell them to go over to the bookstore and spend, um, I think it was, it was ridiculous. I think it was like 50 or a hundred dollars. And this is back in the, the, uh, the mid nineties uh, to buy a network card. I'm like, well, I can buy those online for like uh, 10 bucks a piece if I buy them in bulk. So I ended up um, um, cutting out the middleman of, of the, uh, the university bookstore um, and making far more money selling uh, network cards to the, to the students than I ever did the, the uh, probably $5 an hour they were paying me to, to actually do the work. Um, so an entrepreneur I, on the black market of, of technology it, services way back then. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then I, uh, I, I did that for a while. And then I decided, you know what, um, I, I checked in with a, um, the, an ISP, an internet service provider in this little town. And they said, hey, we need somebody to be our webmaster. And so I, I kind of took over being the webmaster and network um, person. And then uh, ended up uh, meeting up with a, a, a graphic designer um, who was also a graduate of, of the school, so a number of years ahead of me. And we, he said, hey, I can do graphic design. And all I'm doing right now is bro- print brochures for um, the ski resorts and rafting companies and, and things like that. And I said, well, I can create websites. And so we, we ended up creating a company called uh, O2 Productions um, that did website design. And after running that for, for several years, um, we ended up selling that to a multimedia and a TV station in the, in the area. 
And now we're kind of in the early 2000s, right on the cusp of the dot-coms. And so I dropped out of school because that's what, uh, that's what everybody does. Um, and uh, was hired on as the CTO of a, um, a dot-com startup in, um, just in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So I packed my bags and, and, uh, and, and moved to Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, that ran for about six months. Um, be, uh, into early 2000 when the bubble burst and uh, right, packed, right at the bubble. <laughs> could not have been a better time. So I packed my bags and we, um, um, my wife, uh, my, my now wife and I moved, uh, she moved with me after she knew me for all of like three weeks uh, out to North Carolina and we packed her bags and moved back to, uh, back to Denver um, uh, where uh, Colorado Springs, where her family was. And uh, got back into school, uh, got into corporate travel uh, management and, and was a, um, a senior manager of IT for a, a corporate travel management company and did that for several years. And I'm like, you know what, I want, I want to do something more. I, uh, I want to get into kind of the consulting. I'm tired of doing the same job each and every day, just creating websites, managing teams. And so um, that's when I kind of got into the IT world. And so I was looking to get out of Denver and move someplace uh, a little warmer. Um, and a little closer to the water. And so I started looking uh, in, the, in the Southeast and um, came across a, a small company, uh, a relatively small company called uh, Blackbaud um, in uh, 2006, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so I started, uh, so I uh, joined them just before their Blackbaud CRM product was released to the market and was uh, tasked with building a professional services organization to help deliver this, uh, this new product. And so, uh, that's, that was kind of my foray into kind of the nonprofit space and uh, it's been a, been a wild ride. And now I've been uh, working in the nonprofit space for, well, it'll be going on uh, 15 years here in uh, another uh, few months. Yeah, that's terrific. And, you know, what we were then able to do at Zuri, I joined maybe just a few months before Ken and we were pivoting into sort of more management consulting and more technology services beyond our historic base, which was a lot of digital philanthropy and, and online uh, engagement tools and so forth. And so Ken and I's first real engagement, I think was probably Wake Forest University, right? I, I remember very distinctly, I was on a phone call, I was at another university in an office. Uh, Ken and I really didn't know one another at the time, but I was like, hey, Ken, um, Wake, Wake Forest has this particular Blackboard product, they a BBIS that they need to uh, build out for their online community. You know, what do you think of that? And within about three minutes, you had pretty much seen the whole path to uh, a project that became something that was really valuable to them. And that was the beginning for me of this really uh, fantastic sort of symbiotic relationship uh, that I think we, we continue to this day, Ken, which is you are someone who can make things happen out of, you know, literal thin air through zeros and ones. And historically, I had been a, a consultant with lots of neat ideas, but never the technical capacity to carry any of them out. So it was the, the promise of Zuri in many ways for me was moving to a team that when, when you and I started, what had, there were 13 or 14 of us, we're now at about 50. Um, and, and we've grown because we, you know, we solve other organizations' problems all the time. What, what do you think, and before we go, and, and you know, we'll, we'll be having a lot of these in the future, we're going to talk about uh, CRM ROI in the near future. We're going to talk about what 2021 looks like from a system selection uh, perspective, something we're pretty deeply involved in. We'll talk about how to get technology projects to, to done so that your clients are really, your, your end users, if you will, are really happy. Uh, but Ken, I wonder, like, where, where would you get started? What are your top couple, your top couple of topics 
for 2021? What do you see in the near future here? Uh, probably the top of mind for me is, and I think Chris, much much like for you, uh, I mean, travel is is a big part of our lives. Um, it is something that is uh, kind of near and dear to our hearts. We love we love spending time with our with our clients. We love innovating with them. Um, we love just kind of brainstorming. Um, that is, uh, we can still do that. Um, it's certainly to, in twenty twenty that's become more difficult. So. Uh, uh, I think the the market will still uh, will still be in, um, in the same kind of state that it is for at least for the first half of next year. Um, or ho- hopefully, we can get back into kind of conference season late summer into into next fall and spend some more time with uh, with our friends and uh, friends and colleagues um, in the in the market. But that's that's kind of the big thing. I think this 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 was a this was certainly a challenging year. Um, but I, I think um, there there's a lot of what's occurred is going to remain. Um, and that kind of, um, kind of ties into, well, what, what does fundraising look like going into, um, what does that kind of face-to-face fundraising, is that going to rebound to the level that it was in 2019 or early 2020, or is that fundamentally going to be different And what, what tools and um, innovative solutions, um, uh, are going to come into the market or, or should, um, Zuri group be, be, um, considering and kind of partnering with our, our clients in order to put, to put together new innovative fundraising, um, approaches. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, one of the ways that I, that I miss out on travel, I, it's been nice in a weird way, you know, we wish uh, the world were healthier this year, et cetera, but to not have to travel a couple hundred thousand miles between us has been probably better for our families, et cetera, but not being in person, at least every once in a while, does seem to have an impact, um, and it'd be nice to to have some modicum of normalcy there. And so, what I I say to conclude for now is, uh, you know, we're we're doing Zuri's doing a, a lot of virtual engagement and opportunities. So, you know, we'll be reaching out and and having discussions through Zoom or what have you. Um, and we want to make sure that if you want a topic discussed let us know. We're, you know, we're, we're always, we're been, and join us. We're dying for good conversation because we're dying to sit down at dinner with people in person and we're not going to get to do that in the near term. Uh, and so the last thing I would just say is, is thanks to my friend and colleague, Ken, who really is a prodigy in this space. Uh, every time I talk to him, I, I'm surprised by uh, just how innovative and creative we can be with the technology that we have uh, or don't even have yet, but Ken can build apparently on a flight between DC and Denver. Uh, he could tell you that story later. So thanks for joining everybody. Have a great day and happy fundraising. Thank you, Chris.